Well, how do you know she's not? How do you know she's doing it right? She gave herself a sticker. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 272. He's Randy. I'm Jason. We're your hosts. What do you got? I didn't do the notes. Did you do the notes? I did. Sweet. All right. I did the notes while I was waiting. I have a lot of stuff, but you said we have a couple of mail. Oh, I jumped. I want to make sure I don't repeat anything from last week because we covered a lot of stuff last week. I think. Okay. I can jump right into the mails then. Kyle writes in and he says... First off, thanks for keeping the show going. I've enjoyed listening to you guys on my solo social distancing hikes on my local trails. I feel like Randy's experiences with his kids and learning during these times is amazing, and it is far different from what we are experiencing right now. My 10-year-old gets up early, logs into his Google Classroom, does his assignments, and wraps up in about two hours. My 8-year-old is getting depressed from the lack of social interaction with his peers, so he sleeps the morning away and often spends more time complaining about his schoolwork than actually doing it. Where my older son is completely independent, my younger son needs someone to sit with him, even though he's completely capable of doing the work. My wife and I are both working remotely, and our workload has actually gone up during this period. I am often on Zoom calls from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. with very few breaks. We are trying to limit the boys' screen time, but we certainly aren't cutting it out. Sometimes that screen is a virtual babysitter. When the weather is nice enough, which hasn't been that much, we send the boys outside. Unfortunately, they don't play that well together. I keep hoping they will realize that they have a built-in friend, but everything is a competition between them, and one of them usually comes in crying after not much time has passed. It's getting pretty stressful, and I am in denial that this could continue through the summer. My wife is ready to open up everything, infect us all, and rip off the band-aid. I keep telling her that immunity after infection isn't guaranteed. The stir-crazy factor is only going to keep amping up. Stay safe and sane. Keep the shows coming. Um, well, I think we should. I think we should. That's a lot of good stuff. I think we should maybe clarify because it it can be hard to interpret what I say. It's uh, fake news. You know. Well, when I, I mean, when I say things are going well, you know, they're, I guess it, it's all about what my expectations are. What am I expecting? Mm. So he started off with a, um, my older son gets up, bangs out all of his schoolwork. Okay, so far so good. Uh, I wouldn't say that my kids are getting up, banging out all their schoolwork right, schoolwork right away. That's that, 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 you know, I should put a little bit of a twist on it. And his younger son is a little more of, of a bear. I, I'd say I'm in a similar situation. My Younger daughter gets up late, tries to sleep the day away, and then she does go about her day. But uh, without some nudging, she would get off track. Uh, but what I think is going fairly well, and what I think was going fairly well, is when we were ignoring all of the schoolwork. As soon as we started not ignoring it, started paying attention to some of the schoolwork, because the school started sending home these messages saying things were a little more required. That's when everything broke down. That's when it turned into this this big issue of trying to interpret what the teachers are sending home, and it gets into these battles with my wife, where you know she's panicking over we're not checking all the boxes, right? And I'm and I'm trying to come in with the attitude of who cares? They're still doing X, Y, Z, A, B, C, whatever, right? They're still doing music and art and math and reading and writing and sciencey things and computer science and whatever and anything else that we give them for the day. It's good stuff. Uh, it's just not what one of the teachers imagined they would do. So when things were going well, it was the sort of pre-forced school things. I think things are still going okay. Things are still going pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a. It's not like a dream. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but I don't know. I don't really know what the difference is. I can't. I don't know. They are playing relatively well together. Perhaps that's what he's what he's jealous of. Yeah. So they are playing well together. Uh, they don't need a break from each other that often. So they did call each, they called their own friends today and that really reset them really well. Uh, we did get a little bit, I have a confession to make. Do it. So we have neighbors that are you know basically like 10 yards from us. Our houses are pretty close together. Okay. And our kids would play with their kids a lot. Oh, um, wait a lot since when? You know, historically. Oh, oh, oh Okay. Outside and, of the COVID. Yeah. Okay. But over the weekend when it was very warm and the kids were outside and we were standing very, very far apart and talking and this sort of thing, we sort of broke down. And the parents, we were sort of ta- the parents were talking to each other, us being parents and them. And just kind of, we kind of, we kind of dug into it a little and we said, well, you know, what are you guys, what, what have you been doing? Right. 
have you been going to work? No, you know, I've been going here. We go there. We basically go shopping and stay home. Like, yeah, us too. Uh, well, is it cool if the kids just kind of play near each other, but not with each other? And so we, they, we, we agreed to that and they did. They were outside. They didn't go inside. They were outside. They stayed relatively far apart and they ran around and rode bikes in the street and rode their scooters and played with the RC cars and things like that. And they weren't wearing masks. <laughs> okay. Right. right. So is this bad? I don't know. Well, my, thanks for writing in Kyle. Um, what, what, what will I, what will I say to this? Uh, yeah. I mean, my experience is my kids are get up early. Like my youngest gets up early or no, my third kid, my third kid gets up really early. Like she's going, I'm us. sorry. We're going back to the email. Sorry. I changed something. No, no, you didn't. You, well, I was going to dovetail off your, your thing. No, this is because it's very apropos, ap- apropos, uh, where was I going on? Now you distracted me. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. So that's my schedule. And then the kids seem to, uh, do pretty well when they're engaged with some schoolwork or something. But then the free time things start to break down a little bit sometimes. Um, yeah. Free time is the bad. I time. will say, yeah. And I will say that the weather it's, it helps. Like when it's been nice, it was nice all weekend. It was nice today and yesterday. Um, they went outside a lot more and it just, it's a lot easier. They got more space. They got more like their own individual, individual t- things they're interested in. And they're kind of getting out. They're not all on top of each other. They're not all in each other's faces as much. So that's good. Um, and I will say that we have also unofficially, uh, like, uh, given up on the social distancing almost with the kids, um, n- to a degree. Everybody will say that they're, and this is with regard to my neighbors, right? We're all saying that we're, yeah, we're social distancing still and everybody's keeping, uh, you know, we're, kids are not supposed to be playing with each other. That being said, what everybody is saying, and they're all saying this as they are seemingly willfully turning their back on their kids while their <laughs> other kids are goofing around with their friend. And I'm like... So like one day I came out of my my hole here upstairs and I walked upstairs and I was like I guess we're having playdates now and she's my wife's like what do you mean I'm like well that kid and that kid don't live here and uh, they're out there and, and where's Jason oh he went over to his friend's house I'm like well wait what well they're li- they're whittling outside they wanted to do some whittling so he brought his they you know another one of his Boy Scout friends they went over and they were whittling and then today and yesterday my son went out on uh, my no. yeah today and yesterday my son went out on his mountain bike with his buddy so um. You know, it's not like any and every friend and they're all neighborhood. And like you said, everybody's been social distancing. So it's sort of like I can see the rules starting to like relax a little bit with people that have been safe. And I, I don't, I think, I think we're still okay with what we're doing. Um, so I, I, well, to Kyle's point, my only thing is just yeah. to wrap this kind of segment up to, to bring it back to Kyle. Yeah. Like I think it's important one that your expectations are managed right like you have to have pretty low expectations on this and when you start having i don't mean that in a derogatory way but like you said like my expectation has always been a lot more strict and, and rigid and like we want get these certain check boxes checked as you will right and uh then you have for sure and you've had voiced a much more sort of a i aggressively went to the other yeah, direction right. i said no no there will be no check boxes we are checking <laughs> none of them um yeah but I, I think also there's hope. Like, I don't think we're ready to rip the bandit off like anything goes yet. But I do start to think that people, and my wife said even, she went to Market Basket today and she's like, oh, somebody bumped into me and somebody lifted, like, I dropped something and somebody picked it up. And so she's like, even out in social, like, even out in society, people are starting to relax a little bit and they're much different already. Now everybody was wearing masks and all those things. Um, but yeah. Well, so th- those are the things that we don't fully understand as a – like there's no feedback cycle on that. You don't have an alarm that goes off that says, well, mm. now you're sick. So there's mm. – it. it's interesting, right? It could be that uh, – I, I was – this is sort of apropos, I guess – that people complaining about the ma- – you know, don't no one can tell me I have to wear a mask. There was a sign on a store in Ohio that's, you know, big business saying, like pizza shop saying, like, no one can tell we, – we don't make our customers wear masks. Read the Constitution kind of stuff, right? And what, what cracked me up about it is I'm like, you know, they probably have a sign on the door that says no shirt, no shoes, no service, right? <laughs> like 
I mean, those signs exist on like yeah. every store shop, storefront, especially in a beach area. But that's for the somewhere. ladies, right? Not for dudes. <laughs> no shirts. <laughs> it actually means like no shirts. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, anywho. Uh, inappropriate. Yeah. But it's it's comical, right? Because people are, any change we go through, this happens. Why can't we not wear shoes in the store? People think that's gross. Why is it gross? Just because I'm not wearing shoes? But you want me to come in here without a mask on, coughing all over your good. I mean, if anything, we should be wearing masks because that's the gross part. Stuff that's flying out of our mouth onto the groceries and stuff. Like, don't wear shoes in a grocery store. Who cares? You're walking on the floor. Why is that a big deal? I'm not advocating no one wear <laughs> shoes, but it's just weird that we're okay with one and not the other. So well, I think I guess what I'm what things could evolve into what I'm suggesting is that as we learn more, as we adapt more, maybe this turns into a, a big like you know looks like some of the more uh, uh, like like Japan and more and, and some of the Asian countries that are uh, some of the APAC countries there that are it's very common to wear. Masks it's culturally in acceptable. Public. <laughs> it's culturally it's acceptable. And normal. And whether, does it work or not? I don't know. But yeah. is it just a mask wearing and hand washing? So so even though someone picked up this thing in the store for her, maybe they were sick, but it never it didn't matter because she never touched her face and she washed her hands and didn't have a panic about it. Like I'm panicking now. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe you get a checker and check with her. Did you wash your hands before you? Oh, stop. I'm not even. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or how long does it last on your hands and this kind of thing? And, and yeah. Uh, so that, those are interesting Looking, when we're eventually looking back on this, it may seem stupid that we didn't wear masks before. Just think about all the seasonal sicknesses that go to go around the office. That's funny you say to- that. I'm like, we, we, I thought I, I, my brain was finishing your sentence, and it was going to be. Like, it may seem stupid that we that we did all this with the masks. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's the major vector. Right. Like it just comes flying well, out of your face. I guess, but we spread colds around. We spread the flu around. You know all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. No, but you're right. And and it is, I, so today I went to get it's Cinco de Mayo. Happy uh, Independence Day of nothing. This is like a totally made up holiday. Um, there was some battle that the, the the Mexicans beat the French in something. So that we so all the Americans have Mexican food and drink Mexican beer. That's right. But uh, <laughs> we. Um, so we got Mexican food for dinner tonight and I went to the like local place and they were as busy as I had ever seen them even outside of any of this COVID nonsense. Like they were just packed. This cars everywhere, lying out the door. I walk in because we phoned our well, my wife texted texted the order in an hour and a half ahead of schedule. So I was like, I for six o'clock, I'll go pick it up at six o'clock. And uh I get there and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh man, I got to walk into the, the place. And right. So, you know, it's probably like 800 square feet or something. And with this, the dining area is probably like half that, maybe 400 square feet. Um, but there's tables and stuff in the way, but all the chairs are up on the tables. You're not supposed to sit and, and whatever. Uh, but imagine that's probably not even 400 square feet. That's probably over maybe a hundred square feet. But anyways, everybody's spread out. That's, so imagine 10 by 10. What? 10 by 10. 100 square feet is yeah. 10 by 10. So it's more, it's definitely bigger. It's like than smaller that. than the office you're in right now, probably. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. So maybe 100 square. Maybe, <laughs> oh, oh, maybe 200 square. Okay. Anyways, it didn't matter. But because of the tables and everything, all the people that were in there, there's 20 something people in there, like 22, 23 people. I counted it, kept changing. But imagine all these people like trying to get six square feet of themselves. So what's that? 20 times six. So yeah, there's probably 200 square feet, right? And, uh, okay, to be clear, six feet yeah. away from you in any direction is much bigger than six square feet. Okay, so 12 square feet then. But I mean, we couldn't. No, it'd be, it'd be 12 times. It'd be 144 square feet. So technically, if everyone has to be six feet away from you, then you have this bubble that can overlap with their bubble. So it's a little, it's a little weird because you have to cut it in half kind of. So technically, it's like six by six and you're in the middle of it as long as they also have a bubble yeah. at six by six. But it's really a circle. So you can't do a square and the circle tangents and all this kind of stuff. And tables and chairs and pillars Call that way. Circle. Wally. Anyways, the thing was so then you're into pi r square. The the, <laughs> the 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 point I'm making is that we couldn't socially distance, right? And that's what the whole law is. Like if put a mask on if you can't socially distance. Well put a mask on. There was yeah. twenty 
So there was 22 adults in there, two children, which, yes, I understand. Why would they be in there? And the two children had masks on, uh, and they were like young, like maybe four and two. And then there was one guy didn't have, two guys didn't have masks on. And then the woman that was working the register had a mask on, but like the four other people that were working the, the cooking, no masks. No masks. Yeah. And the one dude who right. owns Oscar, I know, you know, he he's running around like out amongst the people trying to like deal with orders and all this. And I'm like, this is insane. This is nuts. And then there was like another, when I left and people were coming faster than they could get them out of there too. And when I left, there was like another 20 people outside that weren't even in. And huh. while I was there, a cop shows up. To pick to pick up his order. Well, we were like, I'm like, uh oh. But then I saw it was a Littleton cop, so it's not it's not one of the two town cops. Couldn't be an Acton or Boxborough. That, that might be like break this up, get out of here. Um, but because my wife had an incident with that. But the he Littleton and he goes to try and make an order and he's like, Hey, how can I help? Is there anything I can help get the orders out of here? Get call names. And right before the cop showed up, the guy, the, the Oscar, the place is called Oscars, the Oscar himself. He was like, you guys have to figure this out. You have to break this up. You guys are too many people in here. It's too close. So I was like, they're not doing anything. And then he came out and he's like, we have to get you out of here somehow. So, um, but of course he's got a really thick accent and he could, nobody could understand what he was saying. All right. So, okay. So yeah. you're sick now is what you're saying. Yeah. What fascinates me is hundred percent. I had a mask you, on. I'm safe. What are you talking about? All the that's right. <laughs> Remember, your mask is just to keep you from yeah. But other people there was me. one dude, and I, he was way on the other side, so his droplets it's the weren't the guy that was me. cooking everybody's food. Well, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> darn it. Yeah, but you're right. See, this is fruitless. That's why I think the whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> the, the people that are t- literally touching everyone's food are not wearing masks. Uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, but what, but that, what does yeah. crack me up is. But the adults appear to be reading this, this these instructions backwards. Like they say, you don't need to put masks on the little kids, but maybe because it would interfere with their breathing or something. I don't, I don't know. know. And a two year old, I don't think I would put a mask on a two year old. And they're walking around with the, the, you know, they'll put the mask on their kids, just like on an airplane. Where you're supposed to put the mask on yourself first, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. The kids, because otherwise you're going to asphyxiate. Yeah. Then they they'll also because they, they can't help they can't. you, but you can help them because <laughs> they can't help themselves. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. All right, well, good luck to you. Quarantine. Well, no, for, another uh, mom shows up with the kid, with two other kids in tow. I'm like, what are you doing with the kids? Like, oh, they're too young to stay in the car. I didn't ask them, but she like was talking to other people. Oh, they're too young to stay in the car. I'm like, they're fine. how are they too young to stay? In the- like, what are they going to do in there? Take the keys yeah. and pretty much not put it in dog mode. Yeah, yeah. No. it's not hot. <laughs> I mean, if it was hot, then fine, but it's not hot, so that would be a good reason. Uh I don't but it was that was the most I had been like and then I got home and I like scrubbed down, changed my shirt. So that thing is getting into my psyche for sure cuz I was like I don't what do I do here? I think but that's that's where that's what I'm talking about we need to get used to. Yeah. When I think we'll feel safer when we begin to notice that we're touching our face, yeah. you know, and not washing our hands, right? So once we get better at this and saying, no, I, you know, I, what do you mean? I, w- I was wearing my mask or everyone else was wearing masks is the more important observation. Right? Yeah. I went into this place. We were all wearing masks. I left. I washed my hands. I'm no risk, right? Well. Very reduced. reduced. If everyone in the place is wearing a mask, there's all kinds of studies around this kind of thing. The transmission rate is crazy low. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm agreeing with you there. I agree with that. But. I handled the same pen to sign my receipt that everybody else did, right? And did you wash your and hands? And you said when you said that the person cooking my food didn't, which I then came home and ate. Now, yeah, it's hot. The though, stomach will kill doesn't... it, right? Their burritos are not that hot. Um, they were, you know, they were hot <laughs> once, but it wasn't like I they cooked after. Anyways, wait, if you eat it, the stomach kills it. Yeah, it's it's in it's a respiratory thing. It's not a you can't. Oh, you get to you get to breathe it. So hold your breath when you chew. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but I did. I mean, I got in the car. And, well, so here's the other thing. Well, two things. Two things I observed, right? One was I got in the car, I hit the hand sanitizer, and I like blasted my hands with mm-hmm. hand sanitizer, right? Because we keep it in the car now. But then I immediately take the mask off, right? So assuming right. it's all over the mask, right? The COVID-soaked mask. I now have it back on my hands, right? So we're uh, there's a lot of stuff going around about who's why are they driving their car with their mask on, right? Well, now I'm like, wait a second. If I really wanted to take this the full, you know, the full mile here, I would leave the mask on. I would drive home. I would wash my hands again when I got home. I'd burn the mask off my face to kill the COVID. 
and not breathe it in, right? While holding my breath. See, that's where I think it's a little too far. I think it's a managed risk, right? But there's so many gaps. Too, in this. It's a managed risk. Yeah. I think it's too much. I think that's for like the healthcare professionals yeah. who are protecting themselves from the sick patients. I think the I have a, a mask that's fitted correctly. I have it's a medical gray. It's an N95, whatever. I've got the yeah. double mask. Uh, they're dealing with a different situation. You're dealing with a hey, did that sick person? Just sneeze into their own mask because that's good. Like, did this person not wearing a mask just sneeze a virus right into my eyeballs and my mask will do nothing as a result? Like, that's where everyone needs to have them on because you're protecting each other. So your mask is isn't it won't have anything in it, basically, like because it just doesn't do it doesn't protect you very well unless you're the one coughing into it is my point. Well, yeah, but. Well, since like 98% of the people have masks on now, the assumption is that that it's not getting on the mask, right? But Right. It's getting on their own mask, so who cares yeah, if they right, touch sure. it? Okay. Uh, but again, we handle the same pen. I, which is why you wash the I had hands, my phone. Yeah. Like I haven't washed my phone in four months or ever. I honestly haven't even been washing my hands really. But. <laughs> well, now I don't see anybody. Why do I have to wash my hands? But <laughs> the other thing is I freak out when like I, this stupid stuff that, that bothers me. Like, and because my, my, I've taken some statistics. I've taken some math. That, like I understand like the, uh, the, the chance of this happening is so minuscule, but yet when a package comes, I'm like, don't touch it. And I, I'm the one that always rips up package <laughs> open. I leave the Amazon box outside to like go right in the trash. I don't like leave it out there for three days. Then I'm well, not that cycling. But then I bring in, then I bring the insides in and I process the insides. And I'm like, if I'm going to be the one that gets it, I get it. You guys don't have to get it. Like leave. They'll get up. it immediately. Cause you won't know you have it. And then well, I know that's the- what I mean. It's like, <laughs> it's fruitless. I give up. Well, so this is where this is where some of the other countries are are doing well. As also is that well, they're testing more, of course. But also, is it is it South Korea? I forget. They have made special locations for family members to isolate. So hmm. you would just go somewhere else. I mean, it's boring as hell, obviously, and it would stink because you'd have to be somewhere else. But they would give you another place to live for two weeks because I opened a package or because I went and picked up food. No, no. If you, if you tested positive, oh, if I tested positive like, and, yeah. and they'd get you away from your family before it was too late kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, Which is kind of The cool. two people I directly that I know had it, uh, they, that were like quarantined from their family, quarantined in their own house and the rest of the family never showed any effects of it at all. So. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's good. There's so many interesting things on here that don't add up. And that's why uh, that is, I mean, that is super interesting. I've thought about that. Like, what if I got sick and I self-quarantined, of course, in the largest, most luxurious room of the house, how would, what would they slide things under the door (laughs) for me? Or, but also we have a, an air system in the house. Like if the air conditioning comes on or the heat comes on or something, it's just going to circulate all that stuff. So what do you do? Go just, fill the system with Lysol or something? That's, I, that's I what know. I mean. That's why I, I, That's why there's so many questions that don't add up. Like why did this- Sometimes I do that. You know when people spring clean their house? Yeah. They're like, I'm spring cleaning. When we, open, when we open up all the windows and do that stuff, I change the filter in the air system. Okay. And then just because we have a can of Lysol laying around, I like soak the filter in Lysol. Really? Yeah. I don't have any like, – I'm not a germaphobe or anything. Huh. It just is fun to do. <laughs> and then the house kind of smells like Lysol for a while because it's – That's funny. Air's uh. blowing through it. Huh. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, Kyle, about uh, this. Is it's tricky? So hang in there, buddy. Thanks for writing in. Um, yeah, lower your expectations. That's the key. Yeah, I, and like I said, I don't know how people are doing this with two working parents, especially if they're working. The only other thing I would, might say is, can you stagger your work schedules to give your kids some attention, like devoted attention? I'm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they need it, I know your your kids or whatever, they're doing their own thing. Well, I keep relaying the same <laughs> message to the schools and to the other teachers that bring this up, which is there's a couple of big things that they're doing that are weird. Or there's a couple of big things I think they could do that would be very helpful to parents, generally across the board. One is just stick with like weekly assignments. Don't give me this whole schedule for the day thing because mm, it's yeah, bonkers. Yeah. I'm not following your daily schedule. Just get over it. Give me like a bunch of assignments that you think that they could work on for the week. All right. Great. Put them all in part two. Put them all in one place. Don't make me chase down your instructions because I'm not doing it. Like if it's going to take me three hours to decipher the the instructions you sent home, we're not doing it. Right. Uh, 
And three, stop this nonsense with like, everything's due Friday and then send out all the assignments for next week, Monday at noon. Like this is bananas, okay? You're, you're making me lose three days out of a seven day week. Give us the new assignments Friday for the next week or pick whatever day you want. Parents will do the schoolwork over the weekend because oh, that's when that's they're not a good working. Idea. Yeah, didn't, that didn't even that didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, that's when they can hang out with their kids. That's when they can sit mm. down and go through it with them and be like, "Okay, let's go over this together." That's when they're not working. The teachers think they're doing you a favor mm. by saying, "No, no, no, we're not going to give you new work until Monday morning." And it's like I get I'm getting these messages on my watch now, my fancy watch from the Google Classroom. So and so assigned this at like 2 p.m. on Monday. I'm like, well. What the hell? Like, <laughs> now I, you know, now what? I got to go review this tonight. Get them ready for Tuesday. Now they got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, basically, and it's all due for it. Like, this is crazy. Just give it to me, and they'll say, "Oh well." And I, again, I, I feel for the teachers in the situation they're in. That's why I'm saying, don't stress yourself out so much about all this detail. Just give me some generic things for the whole week. Don't order it. Don't schedule it. Don't even look at it when we finish it. <laughs> And there's no reason you can't get this, the the following week done in advance. It just takes a little bit of extra work and then you're already caught up. Mm. No big deal. Because I don't want them to stress themselves out either. I don't want the teachers to be like, I have to come up with four hours, three hours of work for each day. No, 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 please. Oh, yeah, just right. You can't give me like a fishbowl of assignments. I don't think they're doing. I don't. I, that's not been mine my experience, though, with my kids, because it's. Very variable, very variable, and every mm-hmm. kid is so different. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, I, I, I just want everything to be in one place. I can go look, and that's like pulling teeth so far. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, got other mail real quick. Todd writes in. Oh yeah. Listening to the latest episode when I heard Jason ask about a no frills website host. I have been using Nearly Free Speech for my personal blog for a while now. Nearlyfreespeech.net. Pretty simple, and it's pay-by-use with the ability to set an amount of funds, so no surprise charges. So I don't know, recommendation. I haven't had a chance to look into it yet other than click on his link that he gave me. Uh, pretty cool. Looks like it's, it looks, it looks very uh, simple. No no frills, but that's what we were looking for. So We might have, we might have to move there. <laughs> and Well, this has – I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look. There is some paid – there's like non-production site is a penny a day. Whoa. Uh, personal sites, beta sites, experiments. A penny a day isn't that much. What's that? Three, four dollars? No, it's not. Five cents a day for a production site. Oh, yeah. You clicked on it. Nice. Yeah. 50 cents a day for a critical site, whatever that means. This website is your business. So, huh. That's pretty cool. Base bandwidth, a gigabyte a day for a penny. Extra bandwidth is 10 cents per gig. Storage, $1 per gig per month. And resources. I don't even know what that means. 0.044.64 RAUs. What's an RAU? A unit of CPU RAM accounting. One gigabyte of RAM for one minute or the equivalent amount of CPU power. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is complex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's hard to estimate. This is all running on like some 12-year-old's computer at home. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably just, he's probably running on Amazon web services behind Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> that's, that's, it is. I'm sure it is. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Right. So, yeah. Thanks for the recommendation, Todd. Um, yeah. So, where else were we? Uh, weather's nice. That's been nice. Weather's Saturday, nice. we put down a whole bunch of mulch, five yards, and then two yards of garden soil. We got our garden planted. Mulch. No sooner did we get the garden planted than my wife's like, oh, no, we just got – it's supposed to frost tonight. I'm like, wait, what? It is supposed to. We're going to get some snow. Yeah. It's just the, it could change. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Wait. My wife's got all kinds of vegetables planted. Inside or outside? Well, I think she moved them outside. Yeah, that's the thing. We had we – had, she had them like pre-growing inside and we got into this whole thing because our electric bill was enormous. And I'm like, what? Can you? Because she's running all these grow lights. Oh, we were running grow lights. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, can we look at the wattage on these things? Yeah, they're enormous. They were enormous. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't, is this worth it? Could we have just bought some vegetables? <laughs> like, like, I don't know if it's worth it. Uh, that's I funny. I quite understand the economics of 
broccoli. Yeah, because we have the the fish tank has a giant light. It's basically a grow light on it. And then uh, she had these LED full spectrum things, but there were like 16 of them. I'm like, you sure you need all of these? She's like, yeah, they have to be like six inches above the plants. (laughs) How many plants do you have? It wasn't even that many. You know, they were just, they were the, um, whatever, you stage them in the little cups. Yeah, seedlings. The seedlings, yeah. And I don't know, I'm like, can we just, just move the lights up and cut it in half, maybe? It'll spread out. It'll be fine. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to run some economics on that. Yeah, that is funny. Because we, uh, we we have a garden window, like, and we planted, I don't know, enough that they just put them in the garden window. So we didn't. But we do have a heat lamp right. running for the chicks. We've got three new chickens. And... So the, there's a heat lamp going on those things. And like the kids are holding the chickens all day, like to play with them. And I'm just like, uh, anyways. And, uh, I'm like, do we need to have the heat lamp on when their chickens aren't in there? Because you, <laughs> we have them in one of the bathrooms because you can close and keep the cats out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you walk in the bathroom, it's like 90 degrees in there from this one heat lamp and nothing's in there but me. I'm like, right. do we have to? So that we, yeah, turning off lights is the yeah. real dad thing to do when you walk around the house. But they, they my, actually honor that one. They do they really? Me. Yeah. My kids still don't. Yeah, it's my favorite one. I'm like, kids, can you come back upstairs, turn your lights? Why didn't you just do it? I'm like, because I always do it and you're never going to remember to do it unless I make you come back and do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're always like, in the next breath, we're like, why don't you just help out? When you see a problem, just solve the problem. You don't have to like <laughs> walk by a sock. Yeah, right. Exactly. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you walked right past this thing, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You made me come up and turn it. I know. It's it's a funny thing. It's not thing. my dish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a chore chart now. My wife made a chore chart for the rest of us. Nice. All right. I know. What's I your chore? What was your chore for Well, today? this week, uh, I, we have to choose our own for the week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I picked, which isn't anything different really, but I picked cleaning up after dinner. Which is like whatever, okay. And garbage day, so I have those. Oh, and scrubbing the toilets, which is gross. Oh yeah, mm. nice. Yeah, well, but I that mean, pretty much—I yeah. mean—that means she's making dinner all the time, and oh. the, so there's still a bunch of other chores to do. I told you, man. We when we do all the chores, none of them are related to food. Oh, food prep is a separate thing. It, uh, yeah, because everybody eats, so everybody has it. Well, you know, but we we have our chores tied to allowance, and uh, which I haven't so far behind on, but um. Yeah, so it's like we're not tying any money towards allowance because we all eat and we all like we all are going to have responsibilities around mealtime. Whether You're not it's tying money towards food prep, you mean? What did I say? Allowance. Well, yeah, allowance is money, right? You said you're not tying any money towards allowance. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Sorry. No allowance is no allowance or money is tied to fruit, any of the mealtime stuff because everybody's gotcha. supposed to be okay because we all eat. It's a, something we all do. So we everybody all eats. Be, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Good point. I know we all do. But no, hey, do do you you guys have your own thing because we uh we we do have a problem like they're supposed to be responsible for cleaning up after dinner, but then they always fight and it's four kids and you know banging around and trying to do it. and so like okay we're gonna split this up two are responsible for setting up and two are responsible for cleaning up and then I usually oversee the cleaning up and my wife usually does the cooking so that's why so we kind of watching them eat is is very upsetting too I mean the if you're the one doing the cleaning up, for example. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my daughter's sitting there trying to put butter on a piece of corn. And for some reason, she cannot hold anything over the table. Or the plate, so, yeah. Or the plate. Yeah, take it off the plate so, and put it on the table and start putting ketchup on there's it. There's butter like, what like flying onto the floor <laughs> and, and, and the blankets that she's wearing at the dinner table. Oh, yeah. She's cold. Oh, your kids wear blankets everywhere too? Yeah. Well, I don't understand <laughs> this. Stretch it on. How is that fun? It drives me crazy. <laughs> It's Gets cold. It your blanket is in your food again. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna tuck yourself in and sleep with that ketchup mustard butter thing. Oh, it's not it's not like a blanket that they, they love and cherish and carry everywhere. It's just a random blanket. Oh no, this is their they're like they wake up in the morning, stumble uh, okay. downstairs wearing this blanket, and then they leave it usually in the middle of the floor somewhere until it's mealtime again, and then they'll find their blanket. I'm freezing. You weren't cold two seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I overste- I stepped over you again. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah there's, there's food going everywhere while they're eating. It's, it's just, I can't. I'm, look, I'm looking right across the table from her, just sitting there with the, the butter. She's got the knife and trying to put and just falls right off. Like, there's butter on the floor again. And, we have, and of course, we have a carpet under the table for some reason. <laughs> 
Why do we have a carpet under the kitchen table mm. where we eat? How does this make sense? Yeah. I, but you can't, I can't argue with these things. No. No. <laughs> Realize there's no butter in this carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that's never, it's never going to come out. What, what does that mean? And I just think about the future of how many things in this house now have butter embedded in them that's never going to come out. Do we? That's why you have to wear shoes. In the restaurant what? stores, because it's going to be <laughs> tracking butter everywhere. The bare feet. <laughs> I guess that. I guess that's just stuff, how stuff wears out, right? You, why you get a we have, you know we have a couch that you can take the cushion covers off of and you can wash them, which we do every. That's that's the spring cleaning cushion washing. Yeah, they had to do that task too uh, this past week, and then I'm like, the cushion's all jacked up, and I look, and this one's sideways, like it's hanging mm-hmm. off the end. I'm like, how is it hanging off? Oh, it's on there sideways. And then I look over, another one's up, flipped upside down. And then we, the couch is like an L. Well, they got the L wrong, right? So that ones are just, I'm like, how is it not fitting? I don't understand. I even put this back together wrong. And then I look and I'm like, oh, because the- <laughs> they fail at everything. Yeah, it's it's like, amazing. Come on. Well, the thing that gets me the most crazy is like, if you stepped back for two seconds and looked at this, you yeah. would just be like, this is wrong. Why is it, it wrong? Let me. F- if there's something I want to come out of this teaching them, it's, it's, it's that kind of patience because I can't – I give them a project to do, any, even a fun one. So we were working on the the remote control cars. Nice. Which was the way that he was playing with the neighbor kid. They were playing with the remote control cars separately, one of the ways. Uh, Handing so the remote back thing. and forth or no? No, different cars. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I, I gave them instructions. Listen, you can't touch the same things. You can't touch each other. Right, you got to stay right. far apart. Okay? Just like, Don't cool. touch each other's cars. Don't touch each other's cars. Don't touch each other's remotes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Take it to be separate stuff. Tell your adults. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And so we broke it again, of course, because we break the stuff. That's what they do. Yeah. 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 Like smashed it to pieces. The the gears slipped. So we had to take the whole gearbox apart. Mm -hmm. Thought they were going to be chipped, but no, they were just the whole alignment for one of the gears. Just the rod came out. Uh, Like a screw's missing. Doesn't matter. So. We were going to take it apart. And I showed him. I said, I, you know, I, I want you to do this. I said, listen, do you see what I'm doing here? Like, you probably need to take it apart in this order. Take these out and then these and then this. Okay. I walk away. Maybe 15 seconds later. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I don't know what to do. Mm. Like, are you serious? Like, I just, this and then this and then this. Those three things, I think, are the most important. Otherwise, I don't care. Just do whatever you want. Like, destroy it. Just take it apart. We'll figure it out after that. Another 10 seconds go by. It's not working. Because <laughs> he can't get the screwdriver to turn or whatever. Because he's got a Phillips screwdriver and it's just he's just sitting there spinning it. Like, you're embarrassing me and we're in our own house. Like, <laughs> you're embarrassing me. Like, That's funny. <laughs> just don't say anything to me for like, we gotta set a, I got to set a timer on the Echo. Okay, Echo, set a timer. <laughs> batch up all your questions <laughs> you got 10 minutes you can't ask me anything for 10 minutes yeah just work on this thing and you know i leave the room come back in nothing's changed he's on the couch <laughs> reading a book right i'm like what are you doing <laughs> you said i couldn't ask any questions <laughs> i didn't <laughs> you weren't supposed to stop trying you're supposed to keep i never started dad <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man yeah that's when i have to sit in on them on them doing their papers that's what it's like i don't know my wife still has her sanity it's constant she's like, i don't know how to do this one you just did one just like it yeah but this is different numbers i'm not sure if this is right well okay here don't come back to me until all these answers are filled in i don't care if they're wrong i, I want you to try fill it in and if it's wrong then we'll work on it if it's right you're good right what yeah. and then they just they swing wildly the other side fine zero 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 oh yeah zero, that's zero, true. Zero. yeah yeah they get that <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had that exact thing yet. I have had that. I'm not just not doing it then, and just like chuck it on the floor. And I'm like, right. wait, real what? <laughs> oh, for crying out loud! These are four math problems. I'm asking. That's why. I mean, again, <clears throat> for the expectations, maybe for Kyle, right? The thing that was working well, Kyle, was when <laughs> I spent zero time with the children. Yeah. They worked on their own workbooks. I could walk through the room, and they were playing piano on their own. And I paid no attention to the quality of the work. You see? Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? So 
<laughs> my daughter may have been working through her summer bridge and her brain quest books, but I never checked to see if the stuff she was writing in there was valid. You did? You never checked it to see if it was right? No. Well, how, do you know she's not. Not, how do you know she's doing it right? She gave herself a sticker. <laughs> but did she check the answer key to know that? That was her, her absolute favorite thing about those books is to give herself completion stickers. But she doesn't know if she did the work right, if she no. learned anything. No. Nobody checked it. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she could have been doing division on the addition problems and you would none the wiser. No idea. Uh it's possible. I could look through it now. It's still in the book. Yeah. I could scan through it, but that's I think that's the way I would approach it. I'd batch it up and be like, hey, we got nothing, you know, we're we got some free time now, like maybe on the weekend. Let's scan yeah. through your book, see how you did. Uh, see if right. we want to correct anything. I, I think she did okay. I think she read. I think she <laughs> read funny. the instructions. On That's her funny. Through. I don't think she'd waste her time. Well, Maybe. Oh well. But uh, yeah, I don't know how to make them try harder. Like my, so my son did this. He, he what? Where is this intrinsic motivation coming from? Well, we know our intrinsic motivation coming. From. How? How, <laughs> how do we get them? You know what I mean? Yeah. He. He picked up that Rubik's Cube book and he taught himself how to solve the Rubik's Cube. This was a few months ago. Yeah. And this was amazing to watch because he spent a ton of time reading and doing and reading and doing. And then he put the book away and he had it all memorized. And he's, oh, I forgot that step. And he looked at the book and, and then he's now he's got it memorized and he remembers it and he can solve them. Hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and I told him, I was like, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with the way you put the work into teaching yourself this. Totally useless skill. <laughs> useless skill. How's your well, math it's, coming? It's useful in the way that it's kind of no. Uh, yeah, the learning process was useful, right? The learning process yeah. is useful. Yeah. This this idea that there are strategies. Because he even told me. I, I said. Uh, I said, well, because he has a speed cube now because he wanted a speed. <laughs> of course, cube. yeah. Uh, Nerd. Yeah, I said, you know, we could go to one of those speed cubing events. You could try it out or you could just try timing yourself now. Yeah. He says, yeah, well, you know, those speed cubing kids and people, they, they they just they memorize all these algorithms. They know all the different ways to get from one part to the other. And then they know the shortcuts. to." So he, he was weird because he understood some other aspects of it. He's like, yeah, I can solve it, but I'm just solving it with this one technique. They know all these other techniques that I haven't learned yet, and there's just they just memorize tons of them. With yeah. them. he's like he's basically telling me like that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> they practice way more than I want to. Yeah, but it was interesting that he that he understood that to me. Hmm. That's cool. That but he knows that there's like a, li- a limit to what his interest is. So my uh, my son, I struggle with this a little bit too. But like Minecraft, when he first got into Minecraft. He would have notebooks full of recipes mm, yeah, and like yeah. learning about this thing and learning about this and how to get to the ender and then how to get to the end game and kill the dragon and convert zombies and villagers and just back to regular villagers and how to tame this beast and that beast and how to cry endless stuff. And now it's like, Hey, how's the, you know, your Spanish class? I don't want to do it. How's the, how's that other project? You don't want to do that either. How about your Cub Scout or your Boy Scouts advancements? You don't want to do those. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like if you put a 10th of the energy that you once put into Minecraft recipes into right. like your academics and your, the, the other stuff that you want us to sign you up for. Well, I don't, I, I have no idea. How to, I don't have no answer to this. This is just me being frustrated. Cause I don't know either. I don't know either. I just like, ah. my daughter now she started, she picked up breath of the wild, which is the big Nintendo flagship game for the switch when it came out. And <clears throat> She's almost to the end game now, but that's all she does now. Like at the end of the, during their tech time every day and every day it's like, dad, this, this and this, dad, this and this, dad, this and this, come check this out. And I'm like, and she's like, how do you, I'm like, you are like hours and hours and hours and hours ahead of me. I played it for a bunch of hours when it first came out and then I haven't touched it in three years. And now she's playing it every day. But to the point where it's starting to concern me a little bit in that like, Ballroom dancing was a thing, and like all her friends are going to do ballroom dancing in the fall. We had to sign them up now, and it's she's a big like, acting thing. Yeah. yeah, well, they they did it in fifth grade. We we signed them up in fifth grade without them knowing. It's optional in sixth grade, but all, I'm like, we'll find out if her friends are doing it. She's like, <laughs> my wife's like, yeah, I asked her. You know what she said? Um, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. She's like, but all your friends are going to do it. She's like, yeah, I'll just play Zelda. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stay home and play video games. I'm like, oh no, like she's totally turning into a recluse. She hasn't touched a soccer ball. 
drives me crazy because I'm like, maybe we shouldn't be paying for club soccer if she's not going to play. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The forced sports thing is going to. But she says she wants to play. She wants to play. She wants to play. And then it's like, well, how are you? And then, and then, and then it becomes a chore for me. She's like, well, why don't you go kick the soccer ball with her? I'm like, right. Well, f- well. Fine. So I'll tell you what I've I've started here is I've I've resorted to because we can't have the organized uh, coaching and togetherness and all that stuff. I am a tad worried about their just base level fitness. Yeah. Especially because we I don't know how much we've talked about like my own adventures recently, but uh so I've been trying to get them to to just run. And and they're a little older, so they're eight and eleven. Uh though I guess the eight year old's not super old, but my wife and I have been taking some liberties with uh leaving them home alone as well. So we're we're very like oh, we I, we're that- sending them out of the house like by themselves to go run. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. And we mapped I mapped out a couple of routes for my son and my and of course as soon as my son did it, my daughter wanted to do it. So I, I tried to start them out small. I said, listen, I don't, I don't you don't have to kill yourself. I just want you to go into the street, around the block. That's it. This week, just stick to that. Try to do it every day. We'll write it down. We'll track it or something. I don't care how long it takes you. Let's just do that. So we did it for the week. And this week, you know, I said this week we'll bump it up. We'll try to get you to go around the blocks, the block two times. And we'll try to stick with that every day. And this week, so far, at least yesterday and today, the weather's been good. He's done it on his own without any sort of pressing. Really? Yeah. And he, because he complained last week. Oh, that was out of the cold, hurt my lungs and all this stuff. You're (laughs) kidding me with this cold hurting your lungs. And... (laughs) So it's, you know, people will say things like, oh, I'm not a runner or, or whatever, but it's, it's a, it's a base level of fitness you need for any sport. So there's no reason to not, if, if, if they're planning on going back and playing soccer, even though they're not really practicing now at all. And yes, I could go out and kick the ball with them or take them to the park. That's not open. They can at least do this. Uh, they've been doing the push-ups and sit-ups between their classes, and they've been keeping up with that. And you can you can tell they're good at it because they can bang out like twenty sit-ups, no problem, mm. and push-ups, and all this stuff. But the running is is good because he's already, he was complaining that it's not easy. I'm like, great, perfect. So let's see how much easier it gets <laughs> yeah. over time. Uh, and uh, you know, I want to keep them on that. So that's like their lunch break. They go do a couple laps. We'll get it increasing. I'm hoping in a you know in a few weeks he's going to be out there running for eventually running for like a solid half hour or more. You know, uh, we'll have to map out some new routes. And of course, his sisters. Thankfully, she's not trying to follow him and make him wait for her. She's taking her own route. So the eight year old's out running around town by herself. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's not gone very long. Huh. Uh, what was my point? Oh, well, that is kind of my point is that they're, we're out of, we're out of sports. We're disconnected from it. I don't know whether or not they want to go back. I just want them to be ready to go back. Should they desire? Does that mean practicing? Well, I think probably, uh, but I think it's actually more important for them to be in shape enough to run around the field. Cause it doesn't matter how good they are dribbling the ball. Yeah. If they, that other kid catches you, you're done. And it, it, it's so, it happens all the time in those types of sports. You're dribbling a basketball and you're out of breath, like they're going to steal it from you. You're you're swimming, you can't swim. I mean, swimming is nothing but fitness, right? <laughs> There's, you're doing any kind of individualized race. That's all fitness. You're doing these team sports. It's kind of like the team notices when you you're chasing the other team. You're chasing this person on the other team with the ball and then you just stop suddenly. <laughs> because you can't go on, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you walk and or you walk back up the. You you run down the field and you walk one way and you run the other way. That's yeah. The other one. Yeah. So we're going for the we're going for the base level fitness there. My kids have been active. Like I think my my gymnast man now they have four four days a week and they're calling a conditioning practice. She's over here doing calisthenics all day. Like oh not for all day but like an hour and a half a day four days a week. Nice plyometrics, jumping around, planks, sit ups, push up, like all that stuff. She's hammering all these different drills out. I just see her ju- a lot of like jumping jacks types things, a lot of bouncing around. 
I'm like, holy smokes. And then and then all the time on the trampoline, like she's doing backflips and all these walkovers and all this other stuff. Oh, I'm nice. just like, holy smokes. How are you? She can do like a triple backflip on the trampoline. Just bowing, bowing, bowing. A I'm triple? Like, yeah. Like, well, not like three in a row, but like. Oh, like flip, flip, flip. flip yeah. Oh, Without stopping in between. Yeah. And that's all new stuff. Like she didn't know how to do all that before all this. But now since she does no other time, she just bounces around the. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, I think, and if you don't have a, a gym doing these Zoom classes, there's plenty of like YouTube videos of exercises the kids will follow, and those are good for them to just bounce around to. In the house, do some jumping jacks, do some stretches, do some planks, do some push-ups, whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, that activity, I, I, the weather warming up is going to help a ton because. <laughs> They they get Fridays. It's like rained every Friday, and Friday has been miserable here. And we noticed last week. And somebody else is like, "Yeah, I know Fridays are the worst because it, Fridays, Fridays they don't have schoolwork. They don't have signed classes and stuff. They don't mm-hmm. do that uh, in our district. And so they like have more free time on Friday, and then it rains, and it's just uh But that was last week. This week looks like it's gonna be clear all week, which is cool. So the other thing the boy did, I forgot to mention this. Maybe I did tell you, and I don't remember. This is about related. Girls? This is related. No, oh. related. We're off that. <laughs> we're all, we're off that subject for a while. Why? What happened? No, no, no updates. Nothing. Oh, we I have. I, I've got updates. We have to touch on that before we leave. Uh, I mean, I think there's still communication. It's about. It's hmm. about it. Well, I have some update for you. Uh, beyond what you already told me. Well, yeah, but I told you in in confidence. I need to tell you now publicly. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what, I'll just finish. This one okay, finish your thing. <laughs> so this you'll laugh at this one. So. Okay. Related to the, the RC car. Oh, yeah. When we were putting it back together before we broke it to use it for the first time. Yeah. In a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I took the cover off. I said, well, let's check this, check this. You make sure everything's in place. You know, boy, there's stuff that's corroded in here whatever. And I said, okay. And same thing. I left us some tasks. I said, okay. Why, the, the, the receiver, the, anyway, one of the parts inside the car, the sticky thing had come undone. So I was like, take these little double-sided tape things and and get that affixed back on there somehow okay and he's like can i rearrange these wires here i'm like yeah you can rearrange the wires to untangle them just make sure you put them back where they came from yeah so just do like one at a time he's like okay and i was like you understood that right just put them back with the key he's like yeah okay so we put the car together and i go to use it to test it (laughs) yeah and it doesn't work. Like I'm hitting the throttle and the wheels are the front uh, wheels yeah. are steering back and forth, right? <laughs> and I'm I'm like, what? That's really weird. And I'm turning the steering and then, nothing's happening. Okay. I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense. So I open the top of the lid, I look at the wires, I look at the remote, I'm like, this doesn't are these are these where the wires were? I'm looking right at him, he goes, No. <laughs> like, what do you mean no like you know that's not where the wires are. he's like yeah I'm like, so wait a minute did you put the wires back where they were were originally he's like no like but didn't i tell you to put them back where they were originally he's like yeah so you remember those things he's like yeah why did you not put the wires back where they were supposed to go he's like i didn't i didn't like them that way i like the way they look this way <laughs> like, are you joking with me <laughs> <laughs> like it's mildly important <laughs> mildly important yeah <laughs> like it was so strange and he was this was not a whoops I forgot yeah or I didn't hear you this was I, I very clearly heard what you asked me to do and I, I did this it. instead because I like it better <laughs> like this isn't an art project I'm telling you though we uh, we're maybe not you as much, but maybe as much. I don't. I don't want to put these words in your mouth or, or uh, force these this ideal on you. But uh, for some of us engineers, form follows function, right? And so maybe he doesn't have as much of an engineering. Maybe bent to yeah, his... that's what worried me. That's, I'm well, looking. I... I was literally looking like deep into his eyes, being like, <laughs> "Are you not?" <laughs> you know, lists of colleges are scrolling by. Like, okay, those are. <laughs> There's plenty of non-engineering uh, jobs out there. <laughs> sure. They just don't pay anything. Uh, wait, no. what? <laughs> I know. Uh, it's no, just so strange. Yeah. Oh, man. When the, yeah, well, I, we had that epiphany pretty early on when my, we realized my son wasn't competitive. And my wife and I can both be very competitive, 
even like for fun or serious. And when he was not at all competitive, it was a big eye opener for us. We were like, what is going on? And then we, we had to come to like, all right, well, that's, I guess that's, he's a different, different, different personality. Yeah. So mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. It's just something you have to manage or be aware of, I should say. Not right. really manage. You don't want to manage it, but like you have to manage your own sort of reaction to when they act different than you expect them to well, act. Well, I mean, my wife own. and I are, are very different in that aspect. She's very much on the artistic side of things. Yeah. So there you go. Engineering, not to disparage her too yeah. much, but her engineering <laughs> skill set is about on par with what <laughs> that conversation I had with my son. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't like them. I like the way they look this way. That's funny. So, <laughs> that, that's funny. That's funny. So and he's and, he, and he's very artistic as well. So. so yeah. So back to the 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 budding subject of our sons and their different uh, interests from the fairs, gender. Oh sex, yes, whatever. the ladies. Okay. Well, the ladies. Yes, my, according to my son, no interest. Yet. Well, right. And then I said interest from them. Right. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I said that on purpose and I said it that way. And that, my wife said, you know, Randy and is getting Max like in big trouble, right? And I was like, what What do you mean? She's like, it doesn't matter what Max, like what Max feels or thinks. Like that's true for what it is. But when he, as soon as he responded to that girl, he expressed that he was, to her, he showed interest, that he was interested in her. I'm like, wait, what? Really? And she's like, oh, yeah, like very much. <laughs> so, like, to which one, the new girl or the girl they were asking about? Well, both, like she, yeah, okay. the, the original girl, right? Uh, and I was like, yeah, well, and, and she's like, the boy, the problem is the boy doesn't realize it. Like, he has no idea. Like, the boys have no idea. And she's like, and this goes for Jason and the, because yeah, she's, yeah. so we and, get and me and you, I guess. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I know as a, <laughs> as a kid, yeah, but uh, I, there were some instances where I was, Years later, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. Right. I mean, I'm that's, an idiot. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, girl that my, has been texting Jason a ton or Google Hangouts or whatever, like communicating, sent him mail. And I'm like, what? She? Um, so then uh, that was my like sort of way to be like, I, I had a letter on the table and he just left it there. And I was like, so who's this from? And he's like, oh, it's a girl at school. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I, you know, I kind of like gave him the raised eyebrows, like, oh, yeah, kind of thing. Like, and? And he's like, I'm like, he's like, whoa. And he gets all goofy and smiling. I'm like, well, what's up? And he's like, nothing. It's just magenta cows. I'm like, what do you mean magenta cows? <laughs> Literally. So, so he knew what it was. He knew what it was. Yeah. And he's, I'm like, that's what you're asking for a frame for? Because he came down in the office the other day and he's looking for a frame. I'm like, what do you need a frame for? I just need a frame. What do you, what do you mean? A picture frame? What do you need a picture frame for? Like, what do you, uh, magenta cows? I was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, he's, and he does this to me all the time. He'll just oh, say words that yeah. don't make any sense, right? And to, to, together. You probably already, you taught him how to do that. But it. I probably did, yeah. And, uh, he might get that from me. So then he's, he's like, yeah, magenta cows. I'm like, these are the magenta cows and you want to frame them? And he, and, you know, I gave him the kind of like, and you want to frame them? And he's like, no, just what? That, no, dad, what? I'm like, all right, whatever, sure. So I got to follow up on that. But yeah, be careful. My wife says you're in trouble and you're causing problems because you're not being very clear with this girl, even though you are being very clear with this girl and your words. I'm not doing anything. Well, your proxy through your son. <laughs> I cannot be held responsible. I, all my sole goal, can't think of the right word, was to make sure that he didn't do anything harmful but he did it turns out no no that he she didn't say it was harmful just that uh oh, well. expressed interest that's that's i think that's that's stuff they need to learn leading anyway. her on is a little uh, harmful as <laughs> i don't think he can be more clear than i that there are no feelings the but, words and his actions do no, not, no, are not fair games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Not mine, I agree with you. <laughs> this, they've got to go. They got to go through this on their own. They can't. You That's can't watch it on a made-for-TV movie and know, you know, know it. Yeah, uh, they got to have these experiences. I think. Plus, I'm starting to realize how, as they grow into this, right? We're in a really small town, and mm. there's it's a pretty close knit group of kids that have been relatively divided across the boy-girl spectrum, uh, save a handful of 
this handful of them that will venture over either way. Yeah, right. How many and are in his class, like graduating class of his year, do you know? I'm not sure. That is a very good question. <laughs> it's not that many. There's there. Yeah, I have to look up. 100, 200? It's less than 200. Okay. And I think my graduating class was like close to 400. Yeah, it's close to 400 and acting here. Yeah. Uh, he, maybe maybe at the time it was like 300 when I was there. So I, I think it's closer to 100. Okay, wow. All right. If that. That is pretty small then, yeah. It could, it could be less than that, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know how there'd be 100 kids. But yeah, there's 100, it could be 100 kids. Because there's one wing of the school that's the entire sixth grade. One floor, one wing. One, two, three, four, five, six, maybe eight classrooms. It's usually easier to figure it out based on the elementary levels because they're all usually in one class, right? There's so like hundred kids. So like how many class. how many like third graders are there? How many third grade yeah, classrooms? No, I know that's town? what I can't remember is oh. how many third grade teachers are yeah. there, right? That's a good question. I think Yeah, I can't remember. But there's not five or six. There's only like three or four. Okay. So then, yeah, you're looking at like 100, 120, or well, not even three or four might be, that'd be 25 kids in a class. That's pretty high for around here. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. Um, What was my point? So, having that, um, I I guess I'm hoping he can be one of those crossover people. I, I tell him this all the time. Like, you realize there's, another half of the world out there you're just not talking to yeah. but but he does though he walks to school with the one and the neighbor is one of them the other gender i mean he, right well yeah but okay i mean the the, the girl well, he walks to school with is the one he's been communicating with just so we're clear oh oh, oh okay all right so then <laughs> it's just to that and well and, now there's three then the one <laughs> the 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 one's friend and and the neighbor and the neighbor yeah. <laughs> the, the friend is a great twist i love it uh man it's so junior high and that's it's like the epitome of junior high which is exactly where he is it's like, well that, that's what's gonna happen right yeah. so as as they grow old together you you i mean all the kids in the yeah, class i know what you mean <laughs> as they go <laughs> i don't mean they're gonna you know, old and 12 13 14 yeah yeah they're what's they're gonna start dating each other and in this small class, right? So and so is gonna date so and so. As long as you just don't, as long as those Maynard kids don't come up here, right? Of course, I know that, and that's what I need to really. I'll tell you what, and you can relate to this. Maybe other people don't too much. I went to to the Acton Box Pro. Maynard was below us, of course. So, on the on the social. Did you like go slumming? Uh, no, I went the other way. So I went over to Concord. Oh, Carlisle. Concord nice. Carlisle is, you know, up here. Yeah. They're up on a pedestal for. And uh, in in high school, maybe it was in junior high. I don't remember what grade we were in. One of the cooler kids in in my class, like one of, you know one of these guys that is just like super. cool. Oh yeah, right. He's in with everybody, right? He dated a but Concord Carlisle girl. I was hanging out with him, oh, and wow. we we I mean, we literally went over to Concord and just like picked up chicks somehow i mean i don't even know what other way to say it like i mean where did you find these girls how do you know these girls like somehow he knew these girls that went to concord carlisle whoa and they met us out and we did stuff we got ice cream and all this kind of junk and uh we'll we'll just leave it you know some things happen we'll just leave it at that but it was very strange how did this even come to be i couldn't even i couldn't get my head around like i can't even imagine how you started this where did you where did you meet them? How did you know them? Who knows? How did you like call? Like what? I mean, it, I think it might be more of that now though. Cause like Jason and Max could easily be in the same maker class. It was just happened that we signed up for a, a Sunday and you, Monday and you signed up for a Thursday. Like we didn't even talk about it at all. So that's in the same space. But this um, was in the era of, yeah, no we, no, we didn't have cell phones or anything. I'm saying know? now it could be much easier. Sure. Now yeah. it could be much easier. Yeah. It bogg- I still remember how sort of how much, how very confused I was because not only was I in kind of a strange place that I'd never been conquered, before, so strange. <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, <laughs> well, I hadn't, I hadn't, I'd definitely not been out by myself there. It's hilarious kind of though to think about it as a kid what it means, and and then as an adult, you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> right. And yeah. like here, here are these girls from another town that are here to meet us, and I don't even it's know exotic and strange. How did how did he do it? <laughs> Where did he meet them? It's just so weird. Yeah. 
That's funny because I'm I'm thinking about because as a kid, there's nobody like I never met anybody from the neighboring towns that of my town from growing up at all. Right. Other, right. And, and that's yeah, yeah, that that bubble you get isolated in is, yeah. is a is a tricky one. And then again, it's another thing to try to install on the kids where you're in your town, you've got this yeah. This this range of view, whatever, but you go off to college, say eventually, and now all of a sudden you're in this arena of people at that level that all came to that college from different towns and different experiences. And yeah. it's a weird thing to immerse yourself in and start to understand where they came from. And so I guess one way to at least advance that would be more of those cross town interactions, like joining yeah. club teams from kids. Churches. Kids I did. Down. I did have friends from church. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Huh. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Wow. You know, to take him over to hang out at Concord some more, I guess. Yeah. Just sit there. Where are we going? Well, we Where's have so- friends that live in our town in Maynard and their parents like work in other school systems. So they go to school in like the fan- Lincoln. Oh, all right. Oh, right. Oof. So now all of their friends, of course, are the fancier town. They moved up. Yeah. Even though they live in this town, all of their friends are in the fancy town. Huh. And it's sad because they were they were friends before and now they don't hang out anymore. That is sad. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't go the other way. All right. On that note, cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.